Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hola, amigos. This is Ray Hudson from Being Sports and Sirius XMFC. And you are listening to Barca Talk. Today on Barca Talk, Napoli took the lead in the first leg against FC Barcelona in the Champions League round of 16, but Antoine Griezmann equalized and got the away goal to go into the second leg at the Camp Nou with the advantage. Hello and welcome to Barca Talk, the podcast for FC Barcelona fans. I'm your host in Buffalo, New York, Brian Henderson, and I'm coming to you solo today. Normally, Gabriel Quiroga is joining me from Madrid, but he got home from work today to discover his entire building had no electricity. Apparently, there was some work going on at his building, and the workers hit a power line and left the whole place in the dark. So he may not have power back until tomorrow, so Gabriel couldn't record with me. But I'm here, and I'm here to talk about the match in Napoli that kicked off the two legs of the Champions League round of 16. Before I dive into that, I do have two other things to talk about fairly briefly. First of all, if you listened to the show the other day, you know that we're expanding our team and I'm going to be working my way off the mic over time. Soon you'll be hearing from our new contributors, and over the next few weeks you'll be hearing our new schedule. A new episode every Monday, free for everyone, and two more episodes throughout the week, usually Wednesday and Friday. Once we're in the swing of that, around mid-March, the Wednesday and Friday episodes will only be available to our members who support us at the $5 a month level or higher on Patreon, and those who make a one-time donation with a minimum of $30. So to become a member, follow the link at the top of the details for this episode, and that will take you to our support page. If you don't want to support us or you really can't afford $5 US a month, we'll always put out the Monday show for everyone. It'll always be free for everyone. Nothing taken out. Secondly, our friends at the Houston Kool-Aids have launched their fundraising campaign to send youth players from their community to the FC Barcelona soccer camp in Houston this summer. They've been doing it for three years now. First year, they got two kids to go. The second year, last year, they raised enough to send three kids, and this year, they're looking to send four. So to learn more about that, we have another link in our show notes. This one is at the bottom, and that'll take you to the Houston Kool-Aid's sponsorship website. So you can follow that link in the show notes, or just visit com slash sponsorship to donate to this great community project of the Houston Pena. All right, so let's talk about this match against Napoli. This was in Napoli at the San Paolo. It was a 1-1 draw to uh, begin the round of 16 for FC Barcelona. Now, even though I'm recording alone, I do have some input from Gabriel that I will share with you about this game as I go through it. Uh, If you were following Twitter during the game, Gabriel had plenty of commentary going on there. Some of it's a little hard to decipher out of context, but, you know, if you're watching the game on replay, you can follow the Twitter feed 
and Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon, and it lines up perfectly. But I'm going to start off with a couple of uh, facts. Whether or not they're fun is up to you to decide. Uh, first off, both the managers in this match, Kike Setien for Barcelona and Gennaro Gattuso for Napoli, managed their first Champions League matches in their careers in this game. Gattuso is new to Napoli, having taken over last December, and he had only managed 13 matches before this one. Meanwhile, Setien is even newer, this being his 10th match on the sidelines for FC Barcelona. Also, this is the first time these two teams have ever met in the Champions League. So those are a couple of facts. Now, the Barcelona lineup for this game had only two changes from the previous weekend match against Ibar. Setien traded out Longley for Umtiti in the defense and De Jong for Arthur in the midfield. The front three included Arturo Vidal along with Griezmann and Messi. Not the strongest attack when you consider that Griezmann and Messi aren't really soulmates on the pitch and Vidal is more of a patch than a fix on the right wing. Gabriel's commentary on this is, I would have rather had Fati instead of Vidal, a true forward. Now, Gabriel would rather have a lot of guys instead of Vidal in any position, but it is a fair point. Fati is a true forward. He was on the bench, and he even did see playing time. It's a good question as to why he wouldn't just start rather than throwing Vidal out on the right touchline and sort of hoping for the best. Napoli were a model of defensive counterattacking football. Now, before the game, I thought they might come out and open up more than your average opponent, but, you know, they just kept absorbing Barcelona's attempts to push forward, and then in the 30th minute, they got a counter on, a bad touch from Junior Firpo on an attempt to break it up, opened up the attack, and Drias Mertens got an assist from Peter Zielinski, cracking it past Ter Stegen with power and placement from an unmarked position. There was nobody on Mertens. It was a free shot. And Gabriel says, same story, all possession and no real shots on goal. The other team goes on a counter and scores. And just like you'll always hear, the possession numbers are heavily weighted towards Barcelona. They had almost 68% of the ball, and yet most of it was side to side. They weren't creating many chances. But Napoli was following a, a different strategy that sacrificed possession. They played it to a tee. And this wasn't their only counter, but it is the only one they scored on. At the end of the first half, Napoli was up one nothing, And Gabriel actually called this a perfect half from Napoli. They scored, allowed no shots or real threats from Barca. The overall shooting stats actually tell you how little opportunity to score there was on both sides. You know, we're used to seeing Barcelona games with shots in the double digits, at least on our side. This game featured a total of 15 shots, 8 for Barca, 7 for Napoli. But Napoli had the better of Barcelona when it came to accuracy. They had 4 shots on target to Barcelona's 2. Most of these Napoli shots were easily handled by Ter Stegen, but there was one in particular that was a real beauty and a real threat. So, again, thankful to have the greatest goalkeeper on earth at the moment in between our sticks. Now, this is a good time to bring up another comment from Gabriel about Champions League versus La Liga, and this is the kind of thing that we say over and over over the last few years, ever since we started this podcast, but it bears repeating. Gabriel points out that you need to be desperate to score a goal any way possible, because there are only two games in Champions League. It's not like La Liga. We have to show different ways to get a goal. We can't wait forever and stay in the same style. And again, I could go back five episodes, ten episodes, a hundred episodes, and we could very well be saying the same exact thing. Now, in the second half, before the score went level, Sergio Busquets took a yellow card that will put him out of the next leg. He got overzealous in trying to win the ball back on the edge of Napoli's box, but Gabriel wants to know, what was the point? No chance of winning possession. I think that when you're going for a ball 
you don't know that you don't have no chance of winning possession. But sure, us watching, we can see that he doesn't really have a good chance of winning possession. He went for it. It was reckless enough to earn a yellow card, and now he's going to have to miss the next game. And that's bad news. But in the 57th minute, the good news came in the form of a goal from Antoine Griezmann. Busquets sent a through ball for Samedo's run into the box, and Griezmann finished Samedo's cross on his first touch. Gabriel called this play a dicey bouncing ball from Samedo. Griezmann was able to control it and hammer it home. Great moment and a great goal for Griezmann. You know, when Ansu Fati came on for Griezmann in the 87th minute, it occurred to me that Griezmann was not only our only goal scorer, but our hardest working defender. I mean, he was all over the park, like he always is, and his defensive contribution was just as, or nearly as, important as his goal. The Busquets yellow card wasn't the only bad news for the next leg, though, because in the 89th minute, Vidal took two yellow cards in one go and was sent off. So, Setien will be without Vidal and Busquets in the home leg. He might even be without PK, too. In the 91st minute, PK went down with a rolled ankle, it looked like. With one substitution remaining, Setien put Longley on for him. There's no news about the injury. It may not be serious. But with a squad as thin as this, we really can't afford uh, many or any more injuries. And I'll just close out with Gabriel's final thought on this match, which was, I loathe Vidal so much, period. It's kind of Gabriel's catchphrase. There's there's really nothing new about that. He also told me, you know, people will say at least he gives energy. But Gabriel is not compelled by that. I would say, I'm not saying he gives energy per se, but I would say that if you look in this game at who was linking up with Messi the best in the final third, it was Vidal. That wasn't true as much last weekend where they had the same attacking lineup, but it was true in this game. So we'll be back on Friday to scout the big game, El Clasico. Barca Talk is a production of Sounded Media, written by Gabriel Quiroga and Brian Henderson, produced by Brian Henderson, social media and promotion by Two Point Go. Until next time, Visca Barca. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.